0: Well, I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it, forced upon me, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it, give account if I abuse it. It's just a tiny little minute, but our eternities are wrapped up in it. Greetings to you. I am so grateful to you for making your time available to listen to me on this Program And I am grateful that you have made this a priority. You made it something that you took time out of your busy schedule to connect with. So I'm grateful for you. Well, you know, I start with that single minute wherever and whenever I get an opportunity to speak or share a message because that minute changed my life. It was a minute by Dr. Benjamin Elijah Mays. And he was the president of Morehouse College. And one of his key mentees when he was at Morehouse was a guy named Martin Luther King Jr. And Dr. Mays was an impactful and powerful thinker. And he became a mentor of mine, even though I never personally met him. But I read his books, I listened to audios, and I sat at the feet of the master, even though. By the time I had discovered him, he had gone on to be with the Lord. So I am grateful for Benjamin Mays. I take a moment to start with that minute, God's minute, and then I take a moment to give God some glory, to give God some praise, to thank him for life and strength and health. I thank him for everything that has come my way and all the blessings that I've been given. Even the challenges have turned into blessings because I learned that God is working all things together for my good. So when I got that and really embraced it, when the challenges would come, I'd say, okay, this is something that's going to work together for my good. So just keep going, Willie, just keep going. And it changed my thinking and they have become blessings because I realized that it was true. I would not be speaking to you now on this program if I hadn't had a setback, got fired or replaced by a karaoke machine. I would probably still be singing in nightclubs, but it was that setback. And my mindset shift when someone gave me a motivational audio cassette that changed my thinking and I started reading books and going to seminars and everything changed. I give God glory. I want to thank Jolly Good News for being a sponsor. That's our new organization. And we're thankful for all of you who are donating to Jolly Good News so that we can have programming, not just here, but also we're going to go to television as well. So go to jollygoodnews.org to be a Partner with us as we spread a positive, powerful, good news message to people globally via multiple media. I want to thank you for tuning in to Happily Married Monday with the Jollies on Facebook Live, Monday nights at 9 o'clock. So many are saying it's helping their marriages, that their marriages have improved, been enhanced, inspired new love and new commitments. So, Jolly. Happily Married Monday with the Jollies every Monday night at 9 on Facebook Live. Willie.Jolly on Facebook Live. Well, today's show is a unique show. People ask all the time, what's the secret to your success in business? Well, someone gave me a cassette tape about motivation, but someone also directed me one day to meet a guy named Jim Ball. And Jim Ball was the president Of the Goals Institute and he became one of my mentors and started teaching me about goals and I'm telling you the things he taught me changed my life. Today I'm going to play an interview I did with him many years ago. He's gone on to be with the Lord but this interview is powerful and will help you understand how to set and hit great goals. Here we go with this interview with my friend, my mentor, President of the Goals Institute, the great, late Jim Ball. Here we go. Why is it that people won't set goals?
1: You know, it, it's a, sort of the way you look at it. Actually, everybody sets goals. Um, they just set the wrong goals. Uh, people said they, they you, you can't live a life without goals. I mean, you have a goal to make this radio show. Um, we have a goal to write a book. People have goals to build companies. Um, and some people just have a goal just to go to work to make it as easy as possible. They have a goal to go home and eat pizza and junk food, and then they have a goal to uh, watch TV, and they have a goal to stay up late at night and uh, watch the tube late at night, and then they have a goal to sleep in. <clears throat> I mean, because goals motivate everything. I mean, you you are always self-directed. You're always doing what you want to do. So the subtlety is that it's not that people don't have goals, it's the fact that they've got the wrong goals. And they don't have goals that are making them fulfill their potential. So they've got what I call low-grade or no-grade goals. They're just going through life, uh, taking a day at a time, and their goal is just to take it easy and to be easy on themselves. And at the end of life, when you don't press yourself, you end up with the results that uh, all that uh, goal achieving effort brought you, which is nothing so it 's not that people don 't have goals it 's you know that in fact, I say there 's a lot of people in life that there 's people that are sort of like goal setters and they talk about new goals, but then there are people that really pursue those new goals and so the people that set a new resolution at the beginning of the year and they say, "I want to achieve that well, that really wasn 't the goal that they picked the other goals that they had of You know, let's say they had a goal, say, I want to get healthy. Uh, And so they said, that's my goal. Well, their goal of staying home watching TV instead of going out in the cold going to the gym overrode the goal of getting healthy. Uh, you know, because they wanted to do that. They they wanted to stay home and watch TV and so on. So it's really, I don't know if I helped you a little, little bit well, there.
0: Well, you did because people set wrong goals or they have uh, low-grade goals. Very low-grade goals. And and because of that, now what's the difference, and what I want to ask you now is what's the difference between the, 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 the winners and the losers, the successful and, the, and the, those who are not successful, in terms of the types of goals that they set and uh, and, and pursue?
1: Well, i really say that it's um, – a couple of different things. Number one is that um, it, the people that really achieve their potential are setting goals that cause them to strive toward fulfilling that potential. So you know they're, they're setting goals about getting further education. They're setting goals about saving money. They're setting goals about. I mean, you know, you can. Uh, I teach a lot about goals. I work with a lot of goals. But from a personal level, there's some fundamental very few small number of goals that are the absolute keys. I mean, one is your health. Uh, you know, if you don't have good health goals, you're not going to have good health either early on in life or longer in life. Another is, you know, financial goals. And so are you oriented toward saving or are you oriented toward spending? Another one is, you know, education goals. So what are your goals there? Another is, you know, your your sort of work goals. What What is your contribution and your vocation? So it's really some fundamental kinds of goal areas that you really on it's not like there's thousands there's just a few but the difference is is that people I think really raise their sights and they become on a lifelong path of one goal after another which makes them cause which causes them to stretch and grow and become more valuable to themselves so they you know they achieve this one goal you know little successes breed big successes, and so they achieve this one little goal and achieve another little goal and achieve another little goal, and a lot of people just, I don't know, they're apathetic or they never get on that sort of striving path in the first place, uh, and, you know, that they go through their teens or they, they go through their 20s or 30s and then all of a sudden they're 40 or 50 years old or 40 or whatever, and and then all of a sudden they say, well, now they want to achieve something. Well, they've been 30 years of not achieving. You know, they've been non-achievers for 30 years, and now for them to turn that around is enormously difficult. So it's really best, you know, I really say that the place the goal setting and goal achieving really needs to begin is early on. And when you help your child set and achieve their goals and they get that thrill of accomplishing something, and they have the competence from doing that, then they go on to the next one. So I, I think that you know, that I, I don't have the answer as to, you know, why some are more successful than others. I, I, can look and see, well, there's some differences in the way those people operate. And I, I sometimes when I'm giving a speech, I say. You know, a lot of people say that they're goal-setters. They say, well, there's a big difference between people who live a life as being goal-setters and people who live lives as being goal-achievers.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you're absolutely right. But uh, I I think I heard a quote somebody said one time that people who are unachievers or non-achievers or are or just sliding by uh, one of two things they either they're not lazy always people call them lazy but maybe they're not lazy they just have don't have uh, compelling goals and two or two the other one might be they're just sick you know they, they got they have an illness, so uh, and if they, as you said, health is a big part of it, making a commitment or a goal to to work on health and uh, maybe have an exercise program or eat healthy or whatever it is, and then uh, a goal that 's compelling ambitious that's pushing you to grow and go to the next level we were talking uh, earlier about the the human, basic human needs, and that we've seen with with many of the successful people in life, and what we saw with Barack Obama, that his ability to connect to people, and those human needs are, are always going to be part of the fact that people want to have a certainty, they want to have significance, they want to have connection, they want to have growth, and they want to have uh, an ability to 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 see change, and they want to see uh, great things in their future, and they want to have food, and they want to have water, and they want to have air. These are basic human needs, and if you can reach those human needs and and, and encourage people with compelling goals, you, uh, you've you proven over the years that people can change their lives, and one time I came to one of your seminars, mm-hmm. and you did a, a whole piece on goal setting and, and setting some goals, and what I want to do is in the next segment, uh, after this segment, I want to actually help people to set some good goals, sure. because what you have been able to do is get some systems. Great. Right. And one of the things that people need to know is that if we, we look at a new year, look at all of the possibilities that are uh, around us and about us, is that developing a mindset so that your mind can become a partner with you in achieving your goals. Because you've you got your mental self, your spiritual self, your physical self, and you want to partner all of these parts together so that y'all are all running together in the same, running in the same area, the same direction with the same uh, commitment to achieve some goals. And and they might be very uncomfortable, but all great football teams and all great basketball teams and all great armies have a goal. And if they are all on the same page and working together, it can be a phenomenal uh, success story. Wow, wow, wow. For those just joining us, I am taking an interview I did probably 10 years ago now And it was an interview that had such a profound impact on my life because of the gentleman who was being interviewed. His name is Jim Ball. He was the president and CEO of the Goal Institute. He helped more people globally to set creative and clear and compelling goals than anybody I knew. He helped me to learn about how to set compelling goals that would Change my life and change my business and it worked so I wanted you as we get into this whole process of making this the best decade you've ever had I want you to learn how to set great goals so we're going to take a quick break we're going to come back with more and he's going to tell you how to do it this is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and for sure your best is yet to come we'll be right back Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And... That recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit Your attitude. It's about your attitude. It's all about your attitude. It's about your attitude. It's about your attitude. It's about your attitude. It's all about your attitude. It's about your attitude. back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show and I want to thank you for making this the number one self help show in America. I want to thank you for not only listening and for uh, listening to the show and to the podcast but also for sharing it. I encourage you to keep doing that. So many people have come up to me and said a friend of mine gave me access to you. They told me where to tune in on the radio network and then they told me also how to get the podcast and so i want to thank you and i also want to thank you for the the new show that i'm on every day with get up mornings with erica campbell across america at 8 20 eastern time 7:20 central time with Wake Up and Win with Dr. Willie Jolly on the Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell Morning Show. Now, we're going to get back into this interview with Jim Ball. For those who are just joining, Jim Ball was the president, CEO of the Goals Institute. He was the most profound goal-setting expert I ever met. Every year, I would go to his goal-setting seminar And it changed my life. We became friends. He became a mentor and he helped me learn how to teach others how to set goals. Unfortunately, Jim uh, passed away way too early, but we're thankful for the fact that he was here and the impact he had on me. And the impact he had on so many people around the world. And one of the things that really inspired me to do my goal setting seminar this year. And the fact that I think uh, we've gotten the best responses and the best results and the best comments from any goal setting seminar we've ever done. This year was off the chain. In fact, if you like to get you and your family to go through it, you can now purchase the download the stream and you can get it right in your home you can go to williejolly dot com slash win. W I N WillyJolly dot com slash win because we want you to win. Well let's get back into this goal setting session interview I did with Jim Ball, the greatest goal setting expert I ever met.
1: And I guess just give you an example of how that helps people go from sort of the very broad range of a whole bunch of goals down to something that they can actually concentrate on and do uh... there's a fellow that i coach uh, who is a very very wealthy uh, investor in new york he flies down uh, periodically throughout the year and we work together on his goals and a year ago he and i were sitting down in november to lay out his goals for the following year and we pulled out the planner <clears throat> and we are looking at the various uh, aspects of his business. And one aspect of it, now the planner sort of lays it out in a very organized fashion so that you're not looking at everything at the same time. And so he looked at this one area of his business, which is to establish more relationships with influential people uh, in the financial community, which is sort of a vague goal. It's not a, a goal that I would call laser clear, but it's sort of the way the methodology drives you through it. So as we got to that area, we talked about, well, okay, influential people, you can call them circles of influence or spheres of influence or whatever. And so then we said, well, okay, how can we make that a specific goal? And we were talking, had been talking throughout the year about some people, and there were two individuals <clears throat> that just sort of popped into my mind when he and I were having a conversation. One is one of the most trusted and smartest people in the investment community that writes a very expensive letter. I mean, it's, this is tens of thousands of dollars. It's a newsletter for financial investors at a high level. And I said, boy, it'd be neat to meet that man. And I don't want to get into all these names and all that, but just, like, just call him a smart advisor in, in the investment field, number one. And then there was another man that uh, this guy who I was coaching actually sent me this other fellow's book, which is a, is a very popular book in the in the business field, and he sent me that book, <clears throat> and I said, geez, it'd be nice to meet that guy, and I said, so why don't we make your goal this year to meet this very smart and this man that provides investment knowledge, and to meet this author, I said, because this guy, this author, is a famous author, and he's in New York, <laughs> and the guy I'm coaching says, I don't know them from Adam, and I said, well, I don't either, I said, it's not like as if I know him, I said, but let's make that the goal, and he said, okay, let's make that the goal. So he did. We wrote that down. We put that goal in the planner, and then as he summarized his goals, that goal sort of got rolled up and it found its way into the the pot. What's amazing is that in the middle of February, so that was November, and in the middle of February he called me, and he said, guess where I'm going um, in two weeks. And I said, where? And he says, I'm going to Florida. And he said, I'm flying there with the author who I was going to meet in New York, and we're going to have dinner at the house of this guy that provides this investment advice in Florida. So all of a sudden, he had gone from an idea, a vague idea, of I want to get more influential people in my spheres of influence, to identifying two very specific targets to meeting those people, all within about 100 days.
0: If you've looked at the the great treatments of success over the years think and grow rich or uh the power of positive thinking or or the Stranger's secret or the new movie the secret or the new movie i'm featured in called the opus they always talk about the fact of the fact that your 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 intentions there's power in your intentions and they must be clear to be uh effective they otherwise they're murky they're fuzzy but the right. more clear they are the greater that that things start to happen in your favor. And so I want you to understand that when you write your goals and you use this planner, that there will be things that you don't know how you're going to get to. You don't know, even if, if no one knows the person, how it happens because you're crystal clear of what your goals are and things will start to happen. I, I, I'm, I'm excited about that, Jim. Uh, Plus, you
1: can you really see it, and that's the key, is that your brain, you know, most of your brain, as I understand it, and I'm not a brain expert, but I've talked to lots of people who are, most of your brain is spent processing visual images for sighted people. Right, and so you look and you say, "Well, what visual image is your brain processing?" Just as, to, as a matter of fact, just tell me what the brain looks like. It would tell me what the picture is that's in your brain. And if you can't describe it to me, your brain's not focused on anything. So when you say, "I want to get in better shape," I have you know, I don't know what your brain would what picture that would be. So, but you say, "Well, you know, I want to get to the gym three days a week for an hour each day." oh, your brain can start to build a little picture of that. So it's it's this clarity, but it's clarity because your brain can't work on nuances. It's got to have images.
0: Wow. Well, we want people to get that. Now, what about organization? That's what this book will help you do. But tell us why it's important as you set your goals, as you get – on target for making this an incredible year. Why is organization such a, a powerful part of the process? Because
1: people spend a lot of their lives going from one thing to the next to the next to the next, and they never really sit down and give themselves... Uh, you know, Your brain's a very, very powerful thing, uh, and every goal that you're ever going to achieve, you're going to first achieve it in your brain. And what your brain's very good at is it's very good at organizi- organizing information if you give it the chance to do it. And so if you've got... You know, a lot of people sit down and say, I've got so many goals, I don't know where to begin. Well, the truth is that if you don't know where to begin, you'll you'll sort of go off helter-skelter and and heaven's knows where you'll end up. So what you have to do is you have to force yourself, and what this planner does, is it forces you to, to think of yourself in compartments or buckets. You say, well, okay, I've got some goals for my career. And then I've got some goals for my family. I've got some goals for my health. And you sort of divide those. Now, there's some overlap, but you sort of divide them. And I say, well, okay, let's take a look at health goals. And then you sort of go into that area. And what you do by sorting it and then prioritizing within those areas and then adding them all up to the top, your brain comes down to a very small number of goals that, you know, we like to say what matter most to you. What matters most to you? And, and you have to keep asking that. And when you finally get to the top and say, what matters most? then we say, well, okay, everything else needs to go into the backdrop at this point because you can't achieve it all. I mean, there is no way that you'll achieve it all. I mean, Willie, you've written a lot of books. I've written a lot of books. The only way you did that was deciding not to work on a lot of other books that you could be writing. You focused upon the one or the two, or you focused upon one speech. You know, I'm focused right now on one radio interview, not five. Uh, This whole thing of multitasking really doesn't work when it comes to substantial goals and things like that. So the fact that you would organize it allows you to set it aside mentally. So if you say, well, okay, I organize my goals. I go through the process of prioritization, and I get them to the top. Now when you start to run the race during the year and somebody says to you, well, what about that other goal that you have? You know where it is. You say, Oh, I, I considered that goal, and I'm not going to work on it now. I decided I'm going to work on that in the fall. And so your, your mind's at ease that you're not worried about it. Whereas lots of people say, Well, oh, let me go back and check that goal, see how it is. Let me check this goal. Let me check that goal. And so they have too many pots stirring at the same time, and they never
0: cook anything. Hey, well, that, you know, that's exactly right. Because you know, I've struggled with that uh, organization of focus. That's what I struggle with.
1: Well, it's, it's because you're so creative. You're always doing lots of different things, uh, and you really need to build uh, support systems that keep you focused on one major, one or two major things at a time. Otherwise, your creativity could be your Achilles heel.
0: You're absolutely right. And he was absolutely right. One of the biggest challenges in my career has been the fact that I got lots of ideas. I'm a creative guy. I've got ideas for books and I've got ideas for new radio shows and television shows. I've got ideas for tours. I've got ideas and I've got all of these things and sometimes I want to do them all at the same time. And I decided and realized after working with Jim Ball that I had to focus on one goal at a time. It's like going to the circus and seeing the man spinning 10 plates on 10 Sticks. The first time I was wild by it because my creativity said, Wow, look at that. But the second time I went back, I studied how he did it. He took one stick and one plate and he got that plate spinning really, really fast. Then he went to the second one. And when he got the second one going fast, all he had to do was tap the first one. And then he did the third one. And that's how you got 10 plates on 10 steps, one goal at a time. Well, This is an interview that will change your business. I'm telling you, it changed my life. An interview I did about 10 years ago with Jim Ball, the founder of Goals Institute and one of the greatest goal setting experts I've ever met. We're going to come right back after station identification with some more tips to help you win this year. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. We'll be right back after this break for station identification. the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show. And I'm grateful that you are listening, whether you're listening on the radio or whether you're listening on the podcast on one of many Podcast delivery systems now on iHeartRadio, C-Suite Radio, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, and others are going to be joining soon. Wherever you listen to podcasts, look for the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. Tell your friends to look for it. But I am grateful that you're listening. Now, I am so excited about this program because this is an interview I pulled from the archives Something that had been lost, and I went looking for it because over the last month or so, I've been really focused on setting goals, not just for this upcoming year, as I usually do, but for the decade. I told you if you listen to the show recently and on my daily show on the Erica Campbell Morning Show, I've been talking about goals versus resolutions. Don't do resolutions. Ditch the resolutions, they're a waste of time, but set goals. And I talked about the fact that there are five levels of thinking. There is the indigent thinking, which is day-to-day. How can they survive one more day with a handout or shelter stay? Then there are the uh, 30-day, month-to-month thinking, which is people who are dependent on maybe the welfare check or their food stamps, and every month they're looking at that. Then they got the one-year thinkers, year-to-year, year, who think, hey, am I going to get a cost-of-living raise this year or am I going to get a raise? And then you've got the rich who think decade-to-decade, decade. and then you've got the wealthy who think generation-to-generation-to-generation. To generation to generation. I would not expect someone who is indigent to jump to generation, but if I can get to indigent just to think 30 days, And then if I can get to people who are 30 days to think just year to year. And if I can get to people who are year to year to think decade to decade. And if I can get to people who are presently decade to decade to think generationally, then I've done my job. Now, how do you get from there to the next level? You set goals. How did I learn to set goals? I learned to set goals from Jim Ball. We're going to jump back into this interview with Jim Ball. It will change your life as it changed mine. Here we go with the interview with the greatest goal-setting guy I ever met, Jim Ball. Here we go.
1: Well, you talked uh, at the break that we were going to come back and talk about writing a goal and revisiting the goal, and then you just, I'll pick up on a comment that you just said about uh, dreaming big goals and pursuing big goals. Uh, A good example of a goal that I shared with you and Dee many years ago and that's really been an important one in my life uh, and actually in the lives of many people is a fellow I met many years ago. My, I was in the venture capital business at the time, and I met a fellow at the Keybridge Marriott. My business partner and I met this man uh, at the Keybridge Marriott, and, and this guy's name was John Hendricks. And he painted a picture about his goal. And, and what I mean, painted a picture. He described his goal very clearly as to what he was going to do, uh, how he was going to build the company. He told us what it was going to look like, and so on. And so we in our venture capital business uh, began investing in that company. And his company was to build at the time. He talked about a company where you would go click on the television and then you would see educational. He, he was an educator. He'd been a teacher. So he wanted to have educational kinds of uh, movies and TV and stories and shows about animals, about science, about technology, about lots of different things. And I won't make, make the listeners wait a long time. Uh, but the guy's goal was to create a company. At the time, he called the company Cable Education Networks, Inc. And a year later, he came to his senses, really, and started and renamed the company. He had had this name, but he hadn't made the name prominent and he renamed the company the discovery channel and the discovery channel was started in the mind of john hendricks and what he saw in his mind was these videos and he saw the tv and he saw the images themselves and then he kept revisiting that goal repeatedly because he told other people about it he would describe what the channels would look like he would describe in living color how they would look like and because what he was doing while he was telling it to other people, he was going through a process which technically is called encoding. He was basically encoding that goal into his own brain. So you might think he was telling other people about the goal, but every time he told uh, other people about it, his brain was resorting those images, re-looking at those images, and encoding them into what's called a memory imprint. And once it's in a memory imprint, it gets encoded in long-term memory. And that, and that's what, you know, a lot of people have goals and they're only in short-term memory or they're in temporary memory. And your goals need to be deep, 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 deep in long-term memory. And once it gets there, your brain will work on autopilot to get it. And so that's the beauty of the thing is that when you have a goal and you create an image of the goal and you write the goal down and then you do things like you start working toward the goal you start getting people involved in the goal, you start talking about the goal you resketch the picture of the goal, you do things and all these different things are happening in your brain and what they're doing is forming neural networks that are creating the imprint and once the imprints there then the body can achieve it so this whole thing about revisiting the goal and writing a goal it's not about just writing a goal and sitting around and say, "Oh, I see myself getting thin." I see myself getting thin. I see myself. Thin. It's about seeing yourself going to the gym. It's about going to the gym. It's about talking with people, being healthier. It's all of those things are the stimulation for the imprint. It's not just one thing. So you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, think and grow rich. I'm going to think myself rich." Well, Napoleon Hill never wrote that you if you just think you'll get rich. He also said you have to act. To get rich, you, you know the people we talked to originally, Carnegie and all those, they were very strong, action-oriented, and so it's think and act to get rich. It's think and act to achieve your goals. So you know, it's sorry, of meandered and, and rambled there, but the, no, the no, whole-
0: no, that was powerful. I'm sitting here so, so, hoping everybody who's listening understood the power of the, the that little segment he just gave. That was worth the whole interview to get that power that, that there's imprinting and that the power is that you keep talking about it, not just for others, but because your brain, your subconscious, your inner being, your inner person starts to grasp it and get over their self-limiting beliefs and get over their, some of their self-limiting uh, thoughts and, and you push them out because two thoughts cannot occupy the same space. And so you start pushing the good thought in, the old thought out. Plus the distractions. You know, yeah, you, that's right.
1: You, you have a goal. You get up in the morning, and then you go to work, and then somebody says, "Well, let me, you know, let's do this, let's do that," and you allow those distractions to take you away from the goal before it is ever really, really, really embedded. And uh, and, and to maintain an imprint in your brain takes a lot of effort. You got to get up in the morning thinking about it. You know, John Hendricks got up in the morning thinking about the Discovery Channel. He went to sleep thinking about the Discovery Channel. And so we all get to see it because he saw it in his brain, you know?
0: Uh, Wow, the clarity.
1: What I wrote down was the specific things, one per page, that I really think are the absolute most important critical things that you should... And these aren't quotes by other people. These These are what I know based upon all my experience of all the people I've worked with with Goals. And I wrote in there, uh, as I was writing that, I said, now, what do I really think is the number one goal? And and I was thinking about that. And a lot of people say, well, the number one goal is family and all that. And I concluded, and these are all personal opinions, but like the number one goal that I think everybody should have should be your health. Mm. And the reason I say that is if number one goal isn't taken care of, your number two goal is going to be a lot harder. Whether your number two goal is to you know, serve God or whoever you believe or whatever you believe. Your number two goal is to take care of your kids. Your number two goal is to get wealthy. Well, it's going to be a lot harder, uh, if not impossible, if you first don't pay attention to your health. So I look at it and I say, you know, number one is, what are your health goals this year? And then under under a health goal you know living a healthy lifestyle is is a good goal but then you have to define that in terms of what you eat what you exercise and so on and then that's sort of and what we'll talk about in your tele is how that then cascades back because good health comes from several what i call drivers or cause goals that will cause good health one thing that will cause good health is good exercise another thing that will cause good health is you know a good healthy diet then I say, well, what are your goals for good exercise? And then you say, well, okay, and you back that up. And so all of a sudden, you get down to where the rubber meets the road is, well, I can do this tomorrow. (laughs) If I do this tomorrow, I do that the next day, I'm going to live a healthy lifestyle. But another goal that you really look at is you say, well, you know, what is your, sort of your, um, well, you you have family goals. What, What kind of goals do you have for your family? I mean, I have two grown daughters and to two uh, little grandsons. And so I've got goals for them, you know, things that I would like to help them in their life. In fact, one of the things that my goal has always been, given what I work with, is I wanted my children <clears throat> and also my grandsons to be goal achievers, not goal setters. Yes. So I wanted you know, want to instill in them. In fact, this, this new book that is, is coming out is dedicated to those two little boys because I want them to be goal setters I want the, and, and also goal achievers, not just setting the goal. So that's really the key.
0: Wow, wow, wow. What incredible ideas were shared in that segment. Just incredible. I am re-inspired after all these years of going to his seminar, sitting in the audience, taking notes, learning from him, and then having dinner lessons from him with my wife and I would sit at his his dinner table and he would share these ideas about how we could build a business and how to set the goals to build a business. And then to be re-inspired on getting clarity. One of the things I want to focus on. He talked about the fact that people like myself can get distracted by all the stuff that's all around and you maybe have the same situation. I call them weapons of mass distraction. (laughs) WMDs, weapons of mass distraction. They will distract you from your goals and keep you from being clear on target in hitting your goals. So I had to work on keeping the distractions away, learning how to say, nope, I can't do that right now. I've got something that I'm really working on and I'm focused on. Focus is critical to success. Focus is critical to success you know zig ziglar used to talk about if you take a magnifying glass on the hottest day of the year and just hold it still over a pile of leaves it will start a fire the sun will be magnified and focused on that spot and create a fire but if you move that magnifying glass and keep moving it it will never start even a spark you've got to focus Stay away from mass distractions. Now, we've got more to come in this interview. I want you to continue to take notes. And I've got to tell you more ways to help you in the next segment to go to the next level this year. So you will go from whatever level you are now to the next level, whether it's middle class to rich and rich to wealthy. Look, we are listening to my archived interview with the greatest goal-setting guy I ever met, Jim Ball, on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. We'll be right back, and for sure, your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me when you need me. Pick up the phone. You can call, and call me. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show, and I am grateful that you are listening. I hope you're getting as much out of this as I get out of it. You know, I've had people ask me, you know, what do you get from those shows every week? I say it's like a self-help lesson every week, a self-help seminar that I get to participate in. I learn just as I am interviewing them. I am taking notes and I'm taking those notes and I'm sharing it with my family and with my staff. And then I let them listen to the interview and say, you got to hear this one. It was awesome. It was life changing. And so I hope you're doing the same. Share it with everybody. Share this with people you love. Tell Lottie Dottie and everybody, put it on your social media, put it out to the world. We want to help millions and millions and millions of people globally change their lives with wealthy thinking, wealthy ways thinking. So for those who might be just be joining us or coming in late or something, I'm interviewing the guy who taught me how to set goals. His name is Jim Ball. He's gone on to be with the Lord. But I interviewed him about 10 years ago. We did some teleseminars and we did some events together as we started to work down that path and I learned so much. This is the last interview I did with him, and it was so profound I wanted to share it with you. So we're going to jump back into this interview. We're going to give you these tips. Take them. Use them. Maximize them. And live your best life. Now, let's get back on this interview about goals with my friend, Jim Ball.
1: One of my goals is for my children and everybody in my family and, and everybody that I know to really become um, – more of what I call a goal achiever, not a goal setter, because a lot of people go through life and they're setting goals or setting new resolutions, and and I meet those people all the time. I mean, in fact, that's the vast majority of the population is they talk about goals, and yet there's another group of people, uh, which is a much smaller segment of the population, which are goal achievers, And these are the people that, one after the other, after the other, after the other, they get one goal done, they move on to the next one. They get one goal done, they move on to the next one, they get one goal. And these aren't people that are just, you know, I think a lot of people, because I've worked with a a lot of entrepreneurs and very successful people financially, you don't have, I mean, Mother Teresa was a goal achiever. You know, Mother Teresa went from one thing to the other to the other. I mean, she always had something ahead of her that was pulling her, to becoming what she became. And that's what I say to people. If you if you get up tomorrow morning and I, you know, if I'd be, you know, downstairs when you came down to breakfast and I said, what's your goal today? If you're able to answer that question, you sort of, Have captured the essence of what I'm talking about, and if you can't tell me what your goal is tomorrow, you know, you get up tomorrow morning, say, what's your goal for today, or you can't tell me what's your what's the major goal that you're pursuing right now. If you ask people that right now, you walk down the street, say, what's your number one goal you're pursuing right now, or going back to like the goal planner we talked about a few minutes ago. If I say, well, okay, let me take the health area. What's your number one goal for that? And a lot of people say, well, I want to get healthier. And I say, okay, but what's the supporting goal for that? Uh, and that's where it starts to fall down. And yet, people who really achieve a lot in life, they're able to answer those questions. You know, they're they're able to say, "Well, I'm working on this, and I'm working on this, and I'm working on this." And then you talk to them next week, and they accomplish that, and they accomplish that, and they accomplish that. I mean, so so that's the whole key is. A lot of people they think they well goals are sort of important, and I say, well, goals are not only sort of important; they are all that's important. I mean, your time's your, time's your life, so that's, that's the important thing. But your goals are going to determine what you become. Uh, I like to one of the things I always tell people, I say, you're writing a book of life. Every single day, you get up and write a book of life. And what the book is, is each day is a page or a story about the goals that you pursued that day. And at the end of your life, you're going to look back and read your story. And it's going to be about the goals that you pursued. Now, the true beauty is you get to decide right now what those pages are going to look like tomorrow. You get to decide what that book of life is going to look like from this day forward. You get to do the writing. Now, you can't just sit back and, and hope that Jim Ball or Willie Jolly does the writing for you because we've got our own books to write. But we can help you and talk to you about writing your book of life. But life is a book of life, a, a story about your goals that you pursued during that life. And John Hendricks, the founder of the Discovery Channel, you go back in 1984, you'll read about him meeting two guys at the Key Bridge Marriott, where he was pitching his deal to raise money for the Discovery Channel, because his goal was to raise money to create the Discovery Channel. And so then later we read about the Discovery Channel. So that's what I say to people. As you go into 2009, your goals are important. What's... Get some individual goals that make the commitment that you're going to become a goal achiever during the year, that you're not going to be one of these other people that talks about it and talks about it. You're going to do it. At the end of this year, when we look at December and take a look back, you're going to be able to write down the pages of the goals that you achieved this year, and you're really going to like what you read.
0: I think this is phenomenal. Uh, Folks, I'm, I'm just so empowered right now because I am a person who believes in goals. I write goals. I write yearly goals. I have daily goals and weekly goals and monthly goals yearly goals. I have ten-year goals, and I found how my life has been transformed once I started writing goals. and And I like that question. You know, that's a great question. What's your number one goal you're pursuing right now? And most people cannot answer that. They say, "Well, I want to be happy," or or or, or whatever, but they can't give you a specific goal and then what steps they're taking to actually make that goal a reality. And that's something I've done. I, I was impressed with reading an article recently about Barack Obama, and I was impressed with the fact that he. He has set goals and health goals he works out every single solitary day mm-hmm. and and then he set a goal to be healthy and to keep his body weight at a certain point so during the campaign the people would offer him food with other candidates were eating food and gaining weight he would always take his food in a doggy bag and say i'll get to it later thank you for the for the uh for the hot dog or whatever mm-hmm. uh or the or this plate or the ice cream, I'll, I'll put it in a little container. But, but he said he eats every night salmon, brown rice, and broccoli and vegetables. And so, you know, that kind of discipline will, will help you to stay healthy and uh, fight the, the temptations that are all about us. Now, uh, Jim, in the last few minutes we have uh, in, in this uh, interview, I want to ask you, uh, what are the things people can do right now to start if they say, okay, I don't know what to do. I, I, I don't know how to get started setting these goals go, what should I do? They take out a piece of paper and
1: take out a piece of paper and just write down everything you think you want. Just write every single thing you think you get get a lot of sheets of paper. In fact I recommend big paper. I recommend not an eight and a half by eleven sheet. I recommend that you get several big sheets of paper, like a flip chart sheet, and start writing on there every single thing you want. You know, say, Well, I want a new car. I want to pay off my bills. I want to get get in better shape. I want to get some new clothes. I want to paint the garage. Just write it all down. Write it all down, and just go for as long as you can think about writing it down. Once it's written down, the next step then is to organize it. But now, what you do because when you if you write it all down, if people would honestly do that and they would really consider everything they want to do, you know, I want to get my little boy in nursery school. I want to do this. I want to do that then all of a sudden when you see it on paper, your brain will realize there's a lot of goals here. And I can't. I can't go after them all at once. So what I need to do is create a system and a process for organizing and prioritizing these things. And I can achieve the bigger, most of the bigger things on here. But the reality is I might not be able to achieve all of these, but I'll achieve none of them unless I organize them. So the first thing you've got to do is to see what you're thinking. And the only way I know to do that is to write it down. So you, if you can't see what you think, you say, you know, in fact, when you're talking to people, they go, oh, I see. Well, when they're saying that, they literally do see. They really, their brain came together and they got it. So when you say, I got a lot of goals, say, well, let's write them down so your brain can see them. So the first thing you do is write them down. And then the second thing is you organize them. And then the third thing you do is in those, or, and I call them sort them into buckets. So you say, Well, I put all my health goals over here, my family goals over here, my making money goals over here, my this goals over here. And so and, and what's amazing is that if you see those what you've written down on paper and you stand back and look at it, your brain and I, I I've never not seen this work, your brain will show you how it should be organized. Your brain will say, Oh, that one goes with that one, and that one goes with that one. And your brain itself will miraculously start to identify these buckets. But then you sort of put them into these buckets, and then you say, well, okay, let me deal with one bucket. So maybe your bucket was to, I want to develop better skills and abilities so that I can advance at work. I don't know. but whatever you're, So then I say, well, okay, now within that bucket, let's decide what the priorities are. So you sort those down. And once your brain starts to sort these down, you say, well, what's the number one goal in that priority? And then you have that. And then when you're all done with that, and I'm sort of oversimplifying here, you then say, well, okay, let me take all of these top goals in each of these categories. And of all of those, let me try to get down to a smaller list. And what we strive for is to get down to a list of less than 10. And then once you're down to a list of less than 10, we say, let's get down to the three most of those. And then of the three most of those, what's the number one? And let's, what's the plan for working on that? And only when we have that list, we start to develop the plans for how you're going to achieve them. Because you, you start to develop a plan for something, then you realize, well, that wasn't my number one goal. Well, you shouldn't be working on your number six goal until your number one goal is queued up.
0: Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well, that was an interview with my mentor, the guy who taught me how to sit and achieve goals And I wanted to share with you, I found it in the archives. I had to look hard and long, but I found it so it could be a blessing to you. Let me know how you enjoyed that. Send me a note. Say, hey, Willie Jolly, that was great. You can send me an email at info at WillieJolly.com. I-N-F Frank O at WillieJolly.com. If you're not on our newsletter, make sure to go to uh, WJSpeaks.com slash gift. WJSpeaks.com slash gift. Want to thank Jolly Good News. Go to Jolly Good News. If you want to help me spread this message globally with television and all sorts of new media, JollyGoodNews.org and reach us on uh, Happy Half- Married Mondays on uh, Facebook Live with Willie.Jolly and My Dear D It's found at Willie.Jolly Willie. on Facebook Live every Monday night at 9 o'clock for Happily Married Mondays with the Jollies. Listen to me on the Erica Campbell Get Up Morning with Erica Campbell Morning Show every morning at 8.20 Eastern and 7.20 Central. And finally, I want you to go to WillieJolly.com slash win to get your goal-setting seminar. Purchase it. Get it. Do it with your family, willyjolly.com slash win, W-I-N. This is going to be a great year, a great decade, because you made the decision. Remember, for sure, your best is yet to come. Have a great day. God bless you. Bye-bye.